0: I get it. We're all busy, which is why I'm sending out short, simple, but powerful tips via text to help you elevate your speaking business. Text me the word speaker to 704-228-9495 to get on this free list. That's the word speaker to 704-228-9495. Are you a meeting planner or hosting your own event and you're looking for incredible women speakers? We've got you covered. Head to micdropworkshop.com roster to find your next keynote speaker from our roster of vetted inspirational women. That's micdropworkshop.com roster. Everyone, so in this episode, we are going to talk about storytelling. So, one of my favorite things to do is help women make sense of their story in a way that they can package it up and sell it as a keynote talk or as a published book. And if you're interested in learning more about that, you can head to businessonthebrightside.com, check out my courses, and let's tell and sell your story. What's up everybody, it is Jess Ekstrom and welcome to Business on the Bright Side, the podcast where you can learn how to make a living and make a difference at the same time. Life is short and so is my attention span, so let's get started. So I feel like my calling in life is to help women monetize their story. And I think that there are two really great ways to do that. One of them is through paid speaking engagements, which is why I started Mic Drop Workshop. And the other is through publishing books, which is why I started Book Pop Workshop. But what I end up hearing some people say who are taking my courses or maybe who want to take my courses, they say that they want to write and speak, but they just don't know what their story is yet. And maybe you felt that way before. Maybe you have this burning desire to get out there, grab the microphone or put the pen to paper, but you're just like, I don't know what my story is. Or maybe you're thinking, is my story good enough or interesting enough? Because there's this common misconception that in order to have a valuable story, that it needs to be this like huge splash in the water, super disruptive, like didn't see that coming, you know, pigs flying kind of story. And even though some parts of my story are like that, hence Bernie Madoff and some other things. Rarely those parts of my story are the ones that people relate to. It's so funny because when I published Chasing the Bright Side, I thought that I was going to be inundated with people wanting to ask me about my uncle and that one crazy part of my story. And I was like ready for it. I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, opening the floodgates. This is what I'm gonna be hearing nonstop about for the rest of my life because I'm coming forward with this big part of my story. I could not have been more wrong. People like sometimes they mention it, but really the things that people want to talk to me about were the smaller parts of my story, the parts that they can relate to, the parts that they can see themselves in. Because all of our experiences, the good experiences, the bad experiences, the funny experiences, add up to a story. One of the stories that I actually tell on stage is about a time when I tried hot yoga, ended up falling on my face and uh, made a complete fool out of myself. And I go through this experience of telling them about my hot yoga experience. And it is the thing (laughs) that people continuously come up to me after and tell me about how that story changed their life. Or, you know, they message me on Instagram. It's not about the time when I started my company or any of these sometimes bigger moments. It's the small things that people can relate to. So all of these experiences in our life are really connecting the dots and creating a story. Our experiences, though, are things that we can't control. You know, we can't control the weather, we can't control the people around us, we can't control if, like, the takeout place gets our order right, and we certainly can't control what other people think about us or do. But our stories are how we make sense of all of our experiences. So our stories are how we string it all together and pull meaning out of those moments. So although we can't always control our life, like putting, you know, things on a chessboard, what do you call them? Pins, chess, (laughs) whatever we call those things that go on a chessboard, we can't always control that but we can control what everything means to us and how we respond. So we can have an experience of not getting the job that we applied for, but the story that we tell could either be that moment was the moment you gave up or the moment that was when you decided to start your own business instead. One single experience can write two completely different stories. Have you ever thought about starting a podcast to build your brand and get speaking reps? But then you realize, actually, wait, that sounds like a lot of work. For Amplify, we use Earfluence, a full service audio and video podcast production company. While anyone can and should start a podcast, I recommend you stay in your zone of genius and leave the podcast production to the experts. You can schedule a free consult today by visiting EarFluence.com slash Amplify. That's EarFluence.com slash Amplify. One of the most common questions I get is how to speak with confidence. Whether you're giving a TED Talk, leading a meeting at work or even just speaking up at your kid's PTA meeting. So you're in luck. I created a short ebook with all of my favorite speaking hacks, and it is absolutely free. Go to micdropworkshop.com slash ebook. That's micdropworkshop.com slash ebook. So we just hosted Write the Dang Book Conference for women who want to get their nonfiction books published. And in this Facebook group that we had for the conference, so many women were sharing their story of what they want to write about. And the crazy thing that I realized through this conference and reading through all of these Facebook posts is that everyone that we encounter during our day, whether it's someone we're standing beside at the grocery store or someone we see out walking their dog, has a story. They've had experiences in their life that they are trying to make sense of. And it's the people who want to write and speak about them that want to use the lessons that they learned through their experiences and help other people write their story. And the crazy part about it is that right now, at this very moment, you're in your story. You're living it. Every day we have experiences that mean something to us that help us keep writing this story. And in 2020, we have had a ton of experiences that we can't control. So what's the story that you're writing from them? So I want to give you four things that I want you to remember about storytelling. The first is that your story doesn't have to feel big to be important. Remember that everything, all of the experiences in your life add up to a story. So it doesn't have to be some major drama plot twist in order to mean something in your life and to be taught to others. Number two, Your experiences are not your story, but rather how you make sense of them. So the things that happen to us that we can't control, what do we do with it? How do we filter it in our minds? How do we make sense of it for how we move forward? One of my favorite analogies is that boiling water can soften a potato, but harden an egg. So it's not as much about the circumstance as it is about the subject. Number three. The value of your story comes from how you can relate that lesson to others. So you might have a story about loss, or you might have a story about how you overcame an immense challenge. Maybe you climbed Mount Everest or something like that. Maybe the people that you write to with your book or speak to in audiences will never climb Mount Everest. And I'm going to put money down on that's probably going to be the case So that doesn't mean that your story has to match other people in their story to help them. What you have to do is pull out the universal feeling, that universal experience of like, hey, maybe you've never climbed Mount Everest, but you know what it's like to look something in the eye and think, I can't do this and do it anyway. So that's what makes a powerful speaker or a powerful writer is not about reaching people who are just like them, but using their experiences and the lessons that they learn from them to help people who are in the middle of their story. Number four, always remember that you are living your story right now. So if you have writer's block or you think the cupboard is empty and you're like, I've run out of all of my good stories Remember that just waking up this morning, just getting up, showing up, you are creating your story. And sometimes it just takes a little longer to realize that you're in it. So I'll leave you with this. We can't always control our experiences, but we can always write our story. Thanks for listening to Business on the Bright Side. I'm your host, Jess Ekstrom. For all the show notes, head to businessonthebrightside.com and be sure to tell me what you thought of this episode on Instagram. And if you're picking up what I'm putting down, subscribe and write a review wherever you consume podcasts. See you next time and keep chasing the bright side.